the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello and hello. Welcome to the Leaving Today Podcast, episode number 114. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning, wherever and whenever you can join us. We really do appreciate it. My name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Sitting across from me is the game changer herself, Jazz. Hello. Hello. Sitting to the right of me is the trail master at Puppets, Udi. <sighs> yeah, that's all I got. Good evening. Good evening, yep. sir. Uh, thank you so much again for everyone joining us. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for doing so. We hope you find the water to be very warm and inviting. Um, sometimes it's a little chilly, uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we all know why. We all know why. That one. And if you are a returning listener, welcome home. Um, so let's see. Tonight we are going to be talking about DCA with a special guest, Sam Carter. Uh, he was on an earlier show with us. And... Um, we welcome him back because he's got some pretty interesting insights. And we talked to you, all you listeners um, on Instagram about DCA and about maybe five reasons why it could be a little bit better than Disneyland. Uh, although we all don't think it is, but we're going to come up with some reasons why it could be. That's not possible. That's not possible. Yeah. It's blasphemy, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If you would like to support this show, because this show was brought to you by our awesome listeners and you guys are getting packages soon. I might add, I'm looking at a couple things right in front of me that we're going to be sending you. Yep, waiting for the mail. Yes. Um, you can go to leaveintodaypodcast.com and check out uh, the Patreon link and support us. We make it easy, the $1, $3, or $5. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, got a, we've got a pretty cool uh, family in there right now. And then for that, you get to be on the show and come up with a topic, and we send you special messages. Uh, uh, Udi's done it. I've done it. We need to get Jess in there in that mix, too. Um, but hopefully more, more of that. Um, well, you know... What my my ranting as of late has been very very negative and not Disney related. That's I've, true. P- I've picked up my phone probably four times, and then I de-evolve into a rant that isn't <laughs> on point. Oh, so I I've, I've been like, okay, I can't I can't put that out for sure. For and sure. And I try again, and then like I can't, oh, I can't put that one out. For sure. I, yeah, I start throwing f bombs. Oh, it becomes ugly. Yeah, I get I mean, mad. Those, yeah, you don't want. Je- I mean, you don't want to be talking about uh, Frozen. That, that, yeah, that's what it means mean, bombs. Because when when it comes out and then I start dropping that, I had one about it. Frozen two mm. being better than Frozen, Uh-oh. and then it became a big debate in my own head. It, it was pretty ugly. It don't ugly. Don't yeah. need that. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so, oh, yeah, you can... Olaf was trying to be the ref. <laughs> you can check with us on Patreon and support us any way you like. It, it can be a one-time payment or a recurring uh, payment, but anything helps. Um, also, you can go to tpublic.com and search for Leaving Today Podcast and find your favorite T-shirt. Uh, we're going to have more coming out soon. Um, and then... What else is there? If you want to shop on Amazon, we also have an Amazon link. No one ever uses it, so I'm not sure I'm talking about it. But I do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Then I use it. So, again, if you go to leaventodaypodcast.com, look at the Amazon link, click on that, and do all your shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are in, uh, just finishing up the second quarter of 2020. The parks are still closed. And I was thinking about this the other day. That is it, it is the middle of summer. And mm-hmm. the last probably four or five years... One of my summer traditions has been going to the park um, probably for like a three-day trip or a four-day trip once in the summer and then once in the fall. Um, but that's not happening. It just feels like something's missing, man. Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, I had the um, conver- conversation with uh, Joey. Who's that? Um, some random guy. Okay. Um, the other day we were... I think we were, what were we doing? Drinking. I was at Cove Bar three years ago. Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You sent me that picture. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I think we were building that Tiki Bar. The Tiki Bar. Um, oh, yeah. But um, I, I did make a comment that we would have been in the park now, I think, three times. I think it would have been done already. We would have been, I would have been probably there three times. Okay. And yeah, definitely gone. You can feel that vacuum of that. Not only do we ha- have a um, a world or a country that we live in that feels off. Yeah. Then we have the one thing that we use as a grounder, probably, or a, a something to center. You know, one of our many, many yes, yep. tools, and that has been taken out. Um, so, yeah, definitely a lot not okay. All right, Jasmine. Do you feel like your summer's lacking right now? <laughs> well, yeah, we go every year. Mm-hmm. You know, Shannon and I go every year, so it's definitely lacking. But I'm okay with it because I'm broke as a homeless person under a, mm. a bridge that... Is made of cardboard. So. Oh shoot! I was gonna ask you for a loan after this. Yeah, so. I got it. It's, <laughs> you take monopoly money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I pr- I wouldn't have been able to afford the parks anyways right now. Yeah. No. I I, I totally get that as well. Yeah. Um. It's just that something is missing, and um. So we gotta we gotta try to reconcile that. Is that you guys, or is there something under the table? I think there's something under the table. Okay. Oh yeah, I see it. Okay. Okay. We have a little visitor. Uh, we have a little kitten here uh, named Nola that's uh, actually biting my foot at the moment. Oh. But she's okay. Just kick her. <laughs> okay, so... No one send the cops on me because yeah. I said to kick the cat. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Tonight's opening question is, what is your favorite Disneyland attraction vehicle? Vehicle? Yes. Attraction So I don't ve- have to like the ride? Nope, not at all. Disneyland, not DCA. Well, tonight we're doing Disneyland. Maybe next time we'll do DCA. It could be iconic. It could be like, oh, I really like how I fit in this vehicle. Or, man, if I had the money, I'd want one of those in my front room. Or I just like the way it looks. Or, um, I don't know. It's a hard question. It's very, it's, but it's interesting. Yeah. 
I'm running around in my head right now. Okay. I have I I have three. And it doesn't have to head. it doesn't have to be practical. Like yep. it could be one of the galleons from um right. from pirates. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, what if that was in your front room? And your TV you're facing your TV, you could sit there and watch that. It'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. For me, I, I think say, you know the answer for yourself already, don't you? Uh oh no, I don't. I mean there's there's no wrong answer for me. Um but I mean my initial thought was I I've always thought the bobsleds were iconic mm-hmm. and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have, because if you had one in your front room or whatever, or if you had a party and you go, oh, look, look what I have in this back room. And you have like, someone goes, what, you have that bobsled in your room? And people would automatically want to sit in it. Yeah, for, for Mark and be like, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yep. But then again, I would want also a Jungle Cruise boat. Mm. Yep. But 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 that's silly. But I, for, so for me, I'm going to lead off. I'll say a Matterhorn bobsled. Okay. Okay. Ooh, but wait a minute. What about a Skyway bucket? Oh my gosh, it's totally oh, interesting. Okay. See? That's the problem. Okay. Okay. Skyway bucket jumped in my head. Yes. Then I got uh, a Doom buggy. Oh, yes, a Doom buggy. I didn't even think about that. Think about that one. You could put that in the corner of the room and then. Sorry. And then, um, and then you know, take pictures or whatever. Um, and then the other one I had is the indie. The Indy car <laughs> yeah. from Indy, and yes. then the Jungle Cruise boat. So any of those would be A-OK with me. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That would be awesome. Any of those would be awesome mm-hmm. to have that. See, I, I love it. Look, look, deep thought. It, and this is good. With Jess Farfan right now. See, this is not what I was thinking when you said that. So I had something totally different for you, Woody. Oh, what did you think? Hold on before okay. you answer. Okay, okay, okay. This is actually great. Jess is uh, sparking up a little bit here with this with this topic. This, uh, wake this up, question. wake up, lady. We all been working. You know, we need to get Jess Broach as a sponsor and get those guys. Oh my god, oh, I could use something I right it. now. I could oh, use no. a kicker right now. I'd use a rebel right now. Actually, I don't even know what a kicker is. No, a, a dragon slayer rebel right now would be perfect. Dragon slayer rebel. Rebel. Yep. Mm. I don't even know what that is, but okay. <laughs> I know rebel is their version of Red Bull, right? Yeah. Okay. So Jess is vacillating between. Probably yeah. three, how, three. How many? Okay, how many do you have right now in your head, Jess? How many? Four. Four. Should we try to guess as to what I don't, don't want to. I don't want. I want. No, I would like. Go ahead and take a guess on, on the one that I am gonna say. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 go ahead. No, you go ahead, Mark. No, Udi, you go first. I'm gonna sir. do uh, a boat from book. Okay. <sighs> well, I didn't even go there in my head. That's yeah, a good. That is a great for call. Her, that yeah. is a great call. Right. And That's if that's the answer, which boat is it? Uh, yeah. Mary, Mary, your boat, the one you had flow, the most, right? Flow, is it the one with F? Flo, Flana. Alice. I would always get on Alice. There Alice you go. or Wendy were my two yeah. oh, okay. girls. But no, that's not right. Oh, no, really? No. Oh shoot, that's that that right. that out of here. Get the frozen out that's of here. That's not right. Ooh, could it be a teacup? That's cute, but no. Mm. Oh no, no, but my Alice guess. Alice in Wonderland, the worm. My guess. <laughs> no, it, my guess wasn't even any of that. It. But that would be another good one. Oh my God! Wait a minute. What about Peter Pan? But no, it would be. My guess is uh, Train Car from Big Thunder because that's one of your favorite tracks. So I do like that one. I that yeah. was on my list. Okay, that was no. number five. It's something that's not even aesthetically pleasing. Okay. Is it symbolic to you? Or no, absolutely not. But is it symbolic to the park? Like, okay, if 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 someone saw this car, would they go, "That is this"? Absolutely or, not. Oh, they would not know no what this. No way. Hmm. Let me think about that. 
And if it's solely because you said if I had if I could put it in my house. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So would it, it would new, it would it would fit? That's kind of cool, but no. <laughs> it, would, it would fit in this in room right now. Absolutely not. Okay, and it can't oh. be Mark Twain. No. Okay. <laughs> um. Because in, in my in my world, I'm envisioning that I have all the money in the world. Sure. Right, right, right. So that I can use this for something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, a small world world boat would be great to just chastise Udi. Yeah, I know. I thought it that. It would be, but no. That is isn't Not it either. Okay. Submarine. No. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Mark gets one more guess, and then you guys are done. Then we're done. Okay, well, what? I mean, I'm trying to think of everything that's... Is this one of your favorite attractions? Absolutely not. Okay. And this is at Disneyland. This isn't the Mickey's Cor- Final Whale. Correct. This okay. is at Disneyland. Okay. Um, going to be the... No, I'm not Michael Jackson. The, I'm no the, rise, the rise of re- Resistance car. That's what I thought you were going to pick. Yep. No, no, no. Did no. it even enter your mind? No, I don't think uh, that for, was that for, fun. Like, a bit. Like, it went in and went out. Okay. Be nice to uh, Yeah, don't... Okay. Um, let's see. What other attraction vehicle have we not named that, that Jess would want? Um, or, and she does not like this attraction. Mm-hmm. So that means it could be Star Tours. Yes. I do know that. She does not like Star Tours. Yeah, but no, that wouldn't work in her. Um, Unless you're doing it as a movie theater, then that would be kind of cool. Pinocchio. Um, it could be. No, wait a minute. This is not sentimental to her at all. Is this sentimental to you at all? Absolutely not. No. Okay, so it's not a Fantasyland ride. Um, um, shoot, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to just... Uh, all these things are... Uh, There's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just going to say the Winnie the Pooh honey thing. No. Okay. Star Tours. I would use it as a movie theater. Oh, good job. Right there. Absolutely right. Good answer. That's exactly what you said. Okay. Good answer. I'm like, I'm like looking at her going, uh, uh. (laughs) Oh, we would totally broadcast from there. Uh, yeah. As long as that thing didn't move. I mean, eventually it would. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Good answer. Um, so when you listeners at home... Or whatever you guys are, if you come up with something, let us okay. know and put it on the show comments for this one on Instagram, so we can hear what you want to say. Yeah, that would be very, very interesting. We do not yeah, yeah, um, and maybe I'll post that on there. Um, yeah, cool. We don't All right. So with that, this opening question. Um, now let's go to the news. You listen to me now. You are talking about things that you do not understand. Okay, we have some news items tonight. Uh, Days on Park is still closed. That's the first news item. Shocker. I know, shocker. Ooh. Okay, first news item is Black Spire Day, Harvest Festival, and Life Day seasonal celebrations coming to Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and Disney World. Um, yeah, if you happen to snag a copy of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge... Travel's guide, travel, Traveler's Guide to Batuu, uh, you might have noticed that the book goes into detail about the in-park experience and what we might even see come to Batuu over time. This primarily uh, took form in the details of three seasonal events titled Black Spire Day, mm-hmm. Harvest Festival, and Life Day. It is now rumored that these events would be coming to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, Black Spire Day uh, would celebrate the founding of Black Spire Outpost and take place on May 4th. That would be perfect. That would be a great Star Wars day. Yep. I mean, overall, yeah. Overall, just yeah. to have that with everything that's going on. Um, yep. 
Um, and then uh, Batuian, I don't know how to say that, Batuian Harvest Festival, celebrating the natural resource that grows on Batu. Uh, Golden Lichen? I don't know what that word is, Lichen, I guess. Black Spar Outpost would become adorned with golden decorations. This event would coincide with the Halloween festivities that Disney parks are known for and provide seasonal decorations and unique food and beverage offerings. I like that. Life Day. Yum. <laughs> yeah. In the 19- You would like that. Yeah. Of yeah. course. I would. Uh, in the 1978 Star Wars holiday special, we learned how those in the Star Wars universe celebrated the holiday season with Life Day, which is a, a traditional Wookiee holiday. Right. This, this occasion would now be celebrated at the parks during our regular holiday season. Um, while none of these events are confirmed, it is suspicious that they would be randomly added to the book. Uh, they left, the author said, I personally love to see Life Day with Chewbacca. Uh, which of these events sounds the most exciting to you? Well, you know, Life Day has been mentioned yeah. more recently. You know where? Um... Like, not on the Mandalorian. It uh, was, was it on there? Episode one. Oh, I've only seen episode one once. I'm sorry. Okay, well, oh, no, I've, I've seen it twice. Okay. Yeah, the the bounty. He's like, oh yeah, I'm on my way back home for life day. Oh, hmm. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. That's right. Um, I like all of them. Uh, sure. You know, one, one of the main um, uh, critique of the land has been not enough to do. Sure. Uh, which we we've I've had my my thought. Um, thoughts on that and we've talked about it on the show um, but that having these would be great I mean you break them out throughout the year mm-hmm. um, would be another reason and then it would it would add a new layer and then bring people further in into uh, the universe which to me um, is great the more the merrier oh, feel yeah for sure but this also goes to something about I mean, we talked about this a few shows ago where when things start returning um, back to what we want to be known as normal, back when we can roam around the parks and stuff, mm-hmm. is that I hope that they do more guest experiences mm-hmm. versus pumping money into attractions at this point in time. Um, we all want Tomorrowland to, re- to redone. We all got that. Oh, Jess says no. Hold on. Hold on. What's no, that? I was just saying not going to happen. What's, what's not going to happen? They're not going to put money in there. They're not going to do the guest experience thing. They're going to pump money into attractions to get more people out. Or to more people in, so they can make the money that they've lost. You, you, you know, okay. that that alone, the, the topic right here. Yeah, we could make a whole show because we could battle back and forth because it would become a a, 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 a whether which strategy would work. Sure. Whether you improve the personnel experience and then bring them in that way, or you go by basically a quality quantity. Uh, you know, argument. Sure. So it would be, I don't know. I, 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 Should we explore that further down, well, down the road? It might be. It, it, mm, maybe. Right now, we, we don't know. And, you know, looking at what we have seen from uh, Disney Parks, I would lean towards agreeing with Jess on that. Sure. Uh, but we're in an extraordinary time. I don't know. Well, and, exactly. And I don't know either. Um, but and, and it's actually probably worth talking about. So maybe we will put a pin on maybe, this. Maybe we can. I think we should. I think we should uh, maybe dig a little bit more yeah. and then kind of go from there. Um, yeah. Uh, because I have a feeling, and I mentioned this to you on our bike ride the other day, that this Splash Mountain thing 
may not happen anytime soon. Yeah, we had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for many reasons other than they just don't have the money. Right. And they budget everything out. Oh, yeah, for a while. A while. Yeah. So it could be a while before we see anything of, of a retheming of that. Yeah. And um, Which then again, and then during our conversation, I was like, well, then it made me get a little bit more irritated at the timing of yeah. them releasing them. Sure. Um, but, you know, I, I have a... I want to agree with you. I, I agree with you mm-hmm. that, yeah, we will probably not have that for a few years. Right, right. Yeah. In fact, Annika the other day mentioned, oh, are we going to be able to ride um, Splash Mountain before they close it down? I go, well, first off, they go, oh, they have to open the park. But I assume that they do. I go, I, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think we'll have plenty of time to open. I think so. Yeah. 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 I agree. But, uh, okay, so putting money into guest experiences versus attractions. Let's let's definitely do that in the future mm-hmm. episode, and we'll yep. solicit help from listeners yep. on that. Okay, um, but anyways, I think it's a home run with adding uh, these new festivities mm-hmm. to Batu, especially during the Halloween season. And I'm so, uh, I think that's kind of like spectacular over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can imagine them maybe having some some orange or green lights, well, l- and, illuminating. And the then you're gonna have every CM over there completely in on it and celebrating also sure so yeah it'll be very uh very very good um even though i will tell you right now yeah that i have watched video of orlando and what they've done to reopen and i am um what is the word jealous no uh like um disturbed um flabbergasted at how awful it looks. But anyway. Okay. Oh, I, I you mean as far as the restrictions go? And yeah. I oh. mean, even, even walking into Rise, I'm like, oh my God, you ruined half of the experience. Um, but anyway. Oh, is Rise of the Resistance, of the Resistance open? Yep. I didn't even know that. Yep. Okay. Yep. And it is awful. Why is it awful? Awful. awful. Because well, think about it. They Everything that they've done for and I'm air quoting it. Safety, yeah, breaks theme. Oh, everything. Yeah. You cannot go in there and escape. Oh, I mean, uh, okay. Because do you want me to tell you for okay for everybody? Uh, spoilers incoming. If you haven't ridden it, uh, I will give you a five second warning. Okay. Okay. Um, if you're still here and you hear it, I apologize, but your own fault. <laughs> um, so we will begin with the main thing. Uh, the main thing that they have all done is the face mask, okay? Now, they're all using the surgical grade, which are that ugly blue and white, okay? They're not doing anything at all to theme those at all. So you're walking around, and you walk into Batu, and everybody has those on. And then you're automatically going, uh, okay, I'm, I'm not in Batu. I am in Orlando. And then they are also wearing the face shield. Oh, no. So you look at them, and again, nothing, nothing to theme it, to try to even make it part of and, and, and be able to make it part of the story. Hmm. Nothing. We go there. And that, as we have commented before, um, is part of that attraction, having 
the CMs be all the way in, and they mm-hmm. they make it, they add that extra cherry on top. Then they have plastic partition everywhere. Oh. And you, again, you lose that human contact, and it makes it very... It, it was bad. Like, I could barely watch a video. Knowing that I'd been on that attraction <laughs> as many times and experiencing it, and it never dropping, mm-hmm. then watching the video, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was talking to my phone, um, going, oh, my God, oh, my God. So and then would it you, would go on. I'm like, oh, my God. Would you go on it? I, I would, mm-hmm. but it has killed it. Sure. And, and, you know, and then, you know, people... God bless them for trying to be positive about a lot of things, but I'm going to call it out. No, it isn't Star Wars. It isn't immersive, and it kills what they have, what they built, and what they worked so hard for. And I feel bad for the company and the CMs, and I feel especially horrible for every new uh you know, person going in and riding that for the first time like that. Oh yeah. Oh my God. And and so anyway, um, no, I, I, I'm gonna go. I mean, we've made made that you know decision. I'm gonna go. We have to figure out and and get a, a, my own eyes on what is going on. But what I'm seeing right now, I am really not liking in any way, shape, or form. No. Shoot. Be fun. Okay. Um. Well, I guess it's good we're closed then <laughs> for now. Okay. Um, next news item is, unfortunately, the Oogie Boogie Bash has been canceled at Disney California Shocker. Adventure. I know. All right. Again. Um, Thank you, Gavin. This is our uh, our fall, our, one of our fall classics is that this uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, um, I guess, changed the Oogie Boogie's mm-hmm. uh Bash, what are they calling it now these days? Yeah, the Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah. Yeah, Oogie Boogie Bash, um, which is a fantastic event for the whole, like, September and October. It's just, I think it's great. Um, but it's been canceled, um, not due to lack of interest, but uh, due to COVID-19, pandemic concerns. It seems Mr. Oogie Boogie won't be in for a scare this year at Disney Resort has announced that the separate admission event at Dis- or DCA will not be returning this holiday season. Both Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure remain shuttered as they await approval for reopening from state and local officials. According to the OC Register, a Disneyland official stated that preparation for the party, which begins in mid-September, takes ample planning. Without a reopening date even set, the resort is unable to host after our parties such as Oogie Boogie's Bash. Uh, the resort hopes to bring back the popular Halloween party in 2021. Yeah. Uh, Disney has stated that it plans on sharing details on this year's Halloween time decor at a later time as the resort continues to work towards reopening. Um, again, not surprised, but um, disappointing to hear anyways. I mean, you knew it was coming, and it's just like, ah, uh, cried, it's happened. It, yeah, you knew it was going to. And this is actually one of those things I would have tried to have gone to. Um, just because I, I, I love going to this one of my favorite times of the year down there. Oh, yeah. It's mine and Shannon's, too. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they could just open up DCA and the, let you walk around just to see all the decorations. Nah, that probably takes too much time to quit mm-hmm. that plan. Uh, okay. That's a drag. Uh, okay, last item is three downtown Disney tenants reopen. 
Um, the downtown Disney district at Disneyland welcomed three tenants back to the shopping and dining complex last week. It has also updated its health and safety guidelines, um, according to Udi. They had to contact Udi and get him that. Oh, uh, of course. California Soul reopened. You, you don't want my guidelines. No, I don't. Nope. Uh, um, California Soul reopened on Wednesday, July 22nd. Um, it's a rebrand of the former Sanex shop and offers expanded selection of shoes and accessories. Also, uh, Tortilla Joe's and Ballast Point Brewing Company will be open oh, for Oh, hey, lines. good. Yes. I made that comment. We were talking about that again with Joe when we were working on Tiki Bar, and he's like, oh, I want to go to Ballast Point. I'm like, at that point, it wasn't open. I'm like, not open. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so Ballast Point and Tortilla Joe's open for lunch and dinner service. Uh, Mexican menu for Tortilla Joe's, and uh, Ballast Point has their bar food and um, probably full selection of their beers. Um and then um, the regular health screening stuff. We don't need to go into that. So that is the news for this first week or this last week of July. If Woody, yeah. Uh, I do before we move on, if we have a minute. We do. Um, Adam uh, brought up last week, last show, we are talking, and it came up when we were doing our... our um, little Instagram live and you brought up the uh, cat the rumor of Kathleen Kennedy being replaced or being gone or whatever oh yeah that did um, come out yeah right and I'm gonna I'm gonna go at it real real quick here um, he sent me an article thank you again uh, I read that I went a little bit further and did more digging there are multiple uh, people or writers or I'm gonna air quote reporters because they those really don't exist anymore um they have said that she is on the outs, and they all are using one main point of reference, a guy on YouTube. Now, mind you, I have not watched the video because I do not like him. Is um, this Mike Zero? No, no. It is, I can't even think of his name. It slipped my mind. I don't know these people. Um, I just know that guy. Yeah, I know. Um... But anyway, um, I they are they are saying he was correct when it came to what was going on with uh, um, Last Jedi, and he has been accurate for a lot. So they are assuming he has a uh, an in in there. With that being said, I call BS. I don't think so. I don't think you don't think you don't think she's an she L. will be, mm -hmm. but not any time. Soon. I thought she was supposed um, to be at the end of this year. Uh, it, it won't. No, it is for next year. Okay. They tried to, in the article, allude to the fact that they didn't um, reschedule uh, celebration for 2021 uh, as a reason because she is contracted through 2021. Um, but... An e a quick you want a quick debunk? No, they didn't do it because it is a D23 year. So anyway, uh, I'm gonna go right now until further info. I'm going with no. She ain't leaving anytime soon. I think she will write out her contract, and that'll be that. Um, the other okay. rumor is she is creating her own production company that is led entirely by women. But okay. we'll find out. But anyway, we'll, there we go. We'll check that out. That's we will. We'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll definitely watch some of that to see what's going on. But, um, yeah, anyways, that is the news for this episode uh, last week of July 2020. Mm -hmm. 
And coming up, we've uh, 101 with Jess is dark tonight. Um, so now let's go to our future presentation. And now for our future presentation. Hey there, LTP listeners. We want to welcome back a special guest of the show and friend of the show. Uh, this is a... Um, an um, experienced designer in the theme park industry. He was, and he's currently, um, he's at Wonderground. He's an artist at Wonderground in downtown Disney. Uh, it's Sam Carter. Hey, Sam. How's it going? Thanks for having me back. Of course, man. It's going great. How are you doing on this uh, evening? I'm good. Zero complaints. I think uh, considering everything, everything going on in the world, I am very lucky. So yes. I'm, a, I'm a happy guy. Awesome. And we're lucky to have you on tonight. And, um, if you could just uh, refresh our listeners, and we've got some new listeners, too, who uh, did not catch your show and maybe a little bit of background about yourself so they know who you are. Oh, yeah, happy to. My favorite subject, no. <laughs> um, so uh, really briefly, I'm a, I'm a huge Disney nerd. That's what it boils down to. I, I, I was growing up in the theme park industry. I live literally down the road from Disneyland. I grew up there. And um, I knew I always wanted to be in the, this industry, and I, I made it. You know, I... Right out of high school, I worked at Disneyland in the parade department. Oh. And then um, I was in the parades for 10 years, you know, driving floats. And then I got to be in charge of some of the drivers. And then my big my big show went before I left parades was Block Party at DCA. You know, fun subject that we're going to dive into today. Yes. Um, and then uh, I, I left the parade department to um, art direct events and, and fun character greetings and projects like that with creative entertainment. So I was in that big yellow building in the back, which blue now from what i hear but yeah <laughs> okay. that, that big building in the back i was in there for a while um and then i was doing that for about seven years and i left to go be creative director at usc and in fact i just quit usc this year to start my own business which is carter creative where i just do all my theme park design and experience and that type of stuff so i work with you know the queen mary in long beach and winchester mystery house great america um, still stuck with Disney because, like you mentioned, I'm a Wonderground artist, so I love having my artwork in the gallery, both at Disneyland and Disney World. And um, I actually do some uh, some other fun designs with Disney on the side too. So uh, I'm everywhere. Oh, I'm I'm slightly envious of you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Um, so and what? That's why like, I can't complain. I think on Twitter. Um, so if you find me kind of posting thoughts and I get trouble over there but uh especially during the quarantine I've been um diving through all my own videos and stuff so I actually started Cartar Sauce Theater I'm on, so I have my own YouTube channel I've been plugging in a lot of like just been finding old videos from the 90s and 2000s and it's just crazy all the stuff I was videotaping from Disneyland so I've been kind of slowly editing all that together and then you could check out samcarterart.com and okay. that's my basic uh you know my basically my Carter, Carter Creative uh, business where it shows a lot of the events I've worked on. It's kind of like my portfolio. Okay, cool. We'll we'll definitely put a link on that once the show drops. There you go. Cool. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So you know, Sam is joining but us today's tonight. subject. It's a good one. It's a good one. And she he's joining us tonight to talk about um, Disney California Adventure, that other park that's across the Esplanade, um, and maybe like we come up with like five reasons why it could be better than Disneyland. It has or. Or maybe five five reasons why it has advantages over Disneyland. Does that sound like a good topic? Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of shocking, right? What's that? When you when you hear someone say that, it's kind of shocking. You're like, well, <laughs> how could 
<laughs> DCA ever be better than Disneyland? You know, Disneyland True. could be considered the best theme park in the world. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot. I think a local who goes there often would know there's a, a lot of advantages to DCA. Y- yes, absolutely. And we're going to get into that. Um, so do uh, and we we solicited help online from um, some some listeners. So how do you guys want to do this? Do you, do you want to let we read those off first and we talk about them, or do what, you want to? What is the rule? The rule is that well, Sam is also a listener. I know, but we can go by by uh, we'll go. How we can go? We'll go Instagram. Okay, okay. so no. we'll we'll talk about that real quick. And then uh, we're gonna have uh, we'll 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 comment we'll comment on that and then yeah we'll, okay holy cow we got a lot yeah we got a few um I don't even know what people be- really chimed in on this yeah it's good okay so actually we'll start at the very very beginning uh, one of our followers inside inside CGA that's uh, you know that's California's Great America those guys over there <laughs> he mentioned uh, because you can buy alcohol there okay so that was an easy answer okay uh, I don't know is that better does it make it better because of that I don't know I don't know does that make it better for you Sam Well, you know, I think it, it is a, a perk of going to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going to have a top five list of places, well, it might be better. Mm-hmm. I think that would be on it. Probably number five, not number one. But hell yeah, it's a perk. I mean, um, <laughs> to be honest, I think it's a little silly that that you could buy it at California Adventure, but you can't buy it at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Even though, yeah, there's Club 33 and then now Galaxy's Edge. I, I do think that... This is sacrilegious, I know. I think they should just start selling alcohol at Disneyland. I said it. There, I said it. Okay. Okay. Because, and we're. I think. I think we'll get into this later, um, when we talk about reasons why we like DCA better. But uh, remind me later on that subject because sure. I think it ties into one of our notes for why DCA might be better. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, next from the uh, Disney Universe podcast, he says Frozen Jack and Coke. <laughs> okay, that's exactly. They are very, very good. <laughs> I've not, had not had one yet. Uh, Nicole seven fourteen just has icons of uh, various alcoholic pic- uh, <laughs> beers, champagne, looks I, like a wine. I, I'm feeling a theme here. Okay, uh, our friend, yeah. our friend Marcus Bueller. Um, for those of us that can go on a day without drinking, it's not better. Never will be. But it's pretty grand on its own merit. The liquor doesn't hurt. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, yeah, so we got a liquor theme going on. Um, and then Jennifer said, is there any? LOL. And then I said, hey, we're just trying to give it um, a, a fighting chance. And then she said, okay, there are things I love about DCA, but uh, if I was going to choose one, I would always choose the Disneyland hands down. There isn't much I don't like. A, uh, there, there isn't much I don't like about DCA. Some of my favorite things are Cars Land. Art of Animation Building, Goofy Sky School, and how they decorate for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All good. Goofy Sky School. That's surprising. Th- that's very surprising. Yeah. That thing scares me like crazy. <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm just ready for that to go the way of the Animal Kingdom roller coaster, too. It just it doesn't belong in a Disney park, but at least it has that, that theming upgrade from 2012. Yeah, that's right. It does. Yeah, that, those Mad Mouse things, cr- crazy. I don't like them. No. I'm, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna die every single time. <laughs> um, but she's right about the Halloween decorations. They, they, oh. we'll we'll get to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Fernand, uh, sorry, Pharaoh Disney Cat said, um, I like them both. 
equally, but DCA has alcohol, so sometimes that's fun. Okay. Uh, Again. So that's reason enough to, to mention the alcohol. I mean, it, it's right? everyone's first go-to. Right. I think I think half of that is half of that is just being silly. Of course. But yeah, it is kind of a cool thing, and um, especially to when to when it comes down to the festivals later. Like, you can't do that at Disneyland. So the way I look at it is, DCA is better in a sense than Disneyland for all the things you can't do at Disneyland. You can <laughs> do it at DCA. Sure. Okay. Uh, My order thirty-two said actually I really like their holiday theming. Halloween and Christmas. The wider walkways are nice and, and Cars Land. Yep. Very oh, yeah. solid answers right there. Yep. We'll get to those. Better than the booze. The boo. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Laura out of uh, Hawaii, she said, the great things about DCA are Cars Land, Guardians, and the Incredicoaster. My kids are getting older. They are more thrill-seeking now and like some of the rides better at DCA. They love Goofy Sky School, too, and being able to have a beer is nice. That said, I always love Disneyland more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta throw that in there at the end because you know you do like that more. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but she brings up a good point about the throw rides. Uh, Popcorn Yeti shows up again. Uh, the entrance and vicinity to a resort hotel, also alcohol. Ooh. Good call on the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, California, and I think people for, really kind of forget about what an amazing hotel that is. Absolutely, you know, that is. A definitely a Florida quality type of hotel. Mm-hmm. That lobby is beautiful, especially during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you've ever got a chance to go grab a drink, oh man, we sound like a bunch of boozers, but if you've ever <laughs> had a chance to go to that, grab a drink and sit by that fireplace, uh, I know where I'd want to be right now. That's definitely <laughs> a good place to hang out. Where, where do you usually get a drink while, while you're there at the Hearthstone? Well, there's that bar. I forget what it's called, but it's the bar just around the corner from the fireplace in the lobby. Okay. I don't know the name okay. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I know the Hearthstone Lounge is around over there. Um, that might be it. I think that's what it's called. Okay. And I know uh, Napa Rose, but I don't think you can just get a drink and walk out. I don't, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll think about. Why that. would you want to? They got the p- the piano player and uh, you know a nice toasty fire. Um, and speaking of Jack and Cokes, you know it's not frozen, but it's, it's they're strong there. There you go. Well, they that, that helps. A little pro tip right there. Uh, next one uh, from Reich. Oh, this is my mom. Uh, it seems to be less crowded in general. The selling of alcohol is not an enticement for me as I want to fully experience the park. And alcohol, just my opinion, is a deterrent. I like the nostalgia of the boardwalk. I like the fact that there does not have as many interruptions to my day and evening by uh, cornering off areas for parades and often as Disneyland. Don't get me wrong. I decidedly favor Disneyland. Just trying to answer the question. Okay. So <laughs> she, I'm guessing she doesn't, she likes the fact that, um, I'm trying to understand in between the lines what she's saying. She, she doesn't like the fact that she's told to do like circular flow all the time there. And, and, and mm, yeah. you know, in the evenings when Disneyland starts doing all their stuff, you know, walk this way, walk that way. This is not a standing area. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So DC doesn't well, seem. Especially for like fireworks and Fantasmic. Yeah. And that definitely. Uh, makes the park kind of locked down in areas. For sure. That makes sense. That's a valid point. Yeah. But that's why we're always on the west side, man, when that happens. We're not, we're not dealing with that. Right? Right. Yep. Okay. Fernando strikes back. Obvious answer, alcohol. But on a different note, California Adventure is a, is a hot... Okay, he's, he's, going off, he's going off the rails, but we're <laughs> going to follow him. Uh, California Adventure is a hot chick or a good-looking dude who dresses cool. While Disneyland is a timeless beauty or old school handsome dude that everyone and their grandpa, sorry, grandma has feelings for. 
that gives Cali Adventure a few <laughs> Cali Adventure. That gives Cali Adventure a few advantages over its more timeless neighbor. For one, they're able to experience experiment experiment more. Disneyland is supposed to be always changing, but I don't think Walt counted on future APs having a cow over each and every change made. <laughs> even if people come to love, um, if there's, even if people come to love, if it, it there's always something, uh, always that wait not to. What was he? What's he even saying? I, I'm sorry, I can't even understand what he's even saying here. Um, even if people come to love it, there's always that. Wait, no, no, not my insert right. favorite oh, attraction yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. California Adventure doesn't have that as much because the history and connections aren't as deep. I agree here. Yeah, most of the time people shrug it off and go on about their churro. Uh, California is also better for, for a date night. The drinks, food, and rides, and the way it is spaced out make for a good place to sip a beverage and munch on something while ta- talking between attractions. Ride the Incredible Coaster and grab a beer on your way to Cars Land. I don't know how else to explain it, but sometimes it's kind of freeing to not be tied down to traditions or rituals. That way you are downtown, the way you are at Disneyland. Uh, California Adventure plays more uh, fast and loose and is completely laid back in a sense uh, when compared to Disneyland. I miss both, though. Downtown Disney the other day was fine, but not quite the same. Mm -hmm. A lot to unpack there. Um, Hmm. So... He does touch on some of my stuff that I want to talk about too, but um, yeah, very good answer, Fernando. Um, I like that Fernando mentioned the whole thing about tradition. You yes, know, we, Disneyland's been around forever. You yeah, know, sixty, what, sixty-five years. Yeah, you know, and uh, there's a lot of tradition that comes with that, and uh, DCA kind of broke free of, of a lot of that. You know, it's different in a lot of ways, and some of those differences are really good yeah um, that's why there's like a lot to uh, you know a lot to talk about there sure absolutely um someone else mentioned too about the wide walkways yeah there's um there's something to be said about that as well you know that was that both is a good thing and it really hurt it too um if you think about when the park first opened um they designed it with today's thinking in a way well 2001's thinking where um they have those wide walkways, like something more like Epcot or, you know, Disneyland is so intimate. I think that's the best word to describe it. It's, mm, it is way. compact, yeah. especially compared to Florida. You know, it's a real intimate type of park with a lot of little walkways. DCA doesn't have that. <laughs> DCA has one humongous performance corridor going up the middle of it. And there, it's, they, it's almost like, you know, Galaxy's Edge. They thought all these people were going to flock to it, and then they didn't. So DCA had the same problem where they thought it was going to be jam-packed mm-hmm. and they, they designed with that in mind and guess what? They didn't flock to it. Mm-hmm. In fact, the opposite. And the fact that they planned for it to be so wide open that when very few people showed up, it looked barren. Like it looked like tumbleweeds. Mm-hmm. I remember I worked opening day and it was empty. It was insane. I think a lot of people were scared off because they thought it was going to be crazy crowded. Like just the idea, wow, they're opening a second gate at Disneyland. Like, keep me away from that because it's going to be a nightmare sure well everyone stayed away <laughs> and then you know it had a bad rep because they did kind of cheap out about a lot of stuff but i think in 2012 they fixed a lot of that yeah but that's it's a, it's interesting because i think that's definitely a uh, uh a characteristic of dca that it but it does have very wide walkways compared to disneyland yeah for sure that's a good answer there 
Um, first Prime Alpha said, I feel DCA's best quality is that there's not they are not steeped in tradition. Disneyland is and was perfect and doesn't warrant any large changes. Galaxy's Edge notwithstanding. However, DCA was unfortunately a flop from the go. As much as I appreciate the Eisner era, DCA just didn't work on a standalone park. Changes made over the last decade have or has drastically made the park a destination instead of an add-on. This tradition of constant change opens the way for TDA to greenlight future projects without the blowback from <laughs> from Disneyland purists like myself and creates an environment to test new rides without erasing history. That's Adam. Uh, his old, that's, uh, he brought that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good answers right there, and we'll touch on that, I think, when we start talking about mm-hmm. it. Um, cool jerk. That's one of our friends here. Uh, said there is no way that DCA is anywhere near better than Disneyland. And for the people that say alcohol, they are they are very sad. Sorry, not sorry. If you need, <laughs> if you need alcohol to help you give a to help give you a good time at either parks, then you're going for the wrong reasons. Wow. Okay, that's fine. I, I yeah, he's got some he's got some points there. Calling people out. Yeah, I mean, um, okay. Uh, one of our friends, Disney Millennial. Coolest person's ever been the Trader Sam's. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I think Jacob has. Yeah. Have, was he there when you guys were there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He could have been. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, but I know he drinks. He's, drink, he's had a drink with us, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're not, the, the point he's making is that the park is good, and if you think you need alcohol to make it better, that is the problem. Right. Oh, I gotcha. Well, I gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But I don't think that's why they're having drinks to make it better i think they're just having a good time sure yep, yep absolutely um next one is from disney disney millennial mama um i don't think i could ever say it's better than than disneyland as um as it applies to oranges or, sorry it's an apples to oranges kind of thing i think they offer different yet awesome experiences and i don't think i would ever visit the resort and only visit one park i have to go to to, <laughs> to both and that's actually a good point mm-hmm. i love going to both Oh, yeah, you have Me to. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to wrap it up with uh, Jose. Uh, of course, there are better things in DCA. One of them, I would say, is that it has more space. This gives it more opportunity to expand. Attractions are not so tight that one next to each other. Being this park built 40 years later, it was planned to fit in more of the new technology. For a nighttime show, there is way more chance to add newer technologies into Pixar up here than Rivers of America. Another one is the fact that ever since it was open, it has not yet gotten a solid identity and theming. I would take it as an advantage. Due to this, a whole land can be torn down and built in a new one, and nobody cares. At least not as much. People, people cared about Hollywood Tower of Terror, but it was quickly forgotten with Mission Breakout. Mm-hmm. They did it right. Nobody cared about the Malibuomer or the whole Paradise Pier, and they seem to get it right with Pixar Pier. They can keep going... They can keep doing this as a trial and error experiment until they get it right, and that feeling of nostalgia when an attraction or a whole land is changed does not hurt that much. Not to mention the fact that they have even more space behind DCA in case they want to expand even more. All right. <sighs> Good answers there, Jose. He brings up some stuff um, mm-hmm. about was probably going to be like probably my number one reason why I thought it had the advantage. Um, but we'll get to that. Uh, but when he said things, people don't care about lands being torn out. 
Hmm. I, I got to disagree with that. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, exactly for um, for the Bugs Land, mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly didn't care when that was ripped out. I think, I mean, we knew what we were getting instead of Bugs Land, mm -hmm. so it wasn't like for nothing. Sure. But I would be pretty bummed out if they got rid of Hollywood or especially Grizzly Peak. You know, now oh my those gosh. trees finally grew in. <laughs> you know, that'd be a heartbreaking to lose Grizzly Peak. Yeah. yeah. And then even like Paradise Pier. I don't think they got it right with Pixar Pier. I'll be honest. I think uh, it was way better before Pixar Pier. Yeah. And I could go on and on about that. That could be its own show. Sure. Um, I would. I would say that I think peak DC, peak DCA was the 2012 redo, when um, everything was elevated to feel more like Disneyland, and um, it's just like it, it was almost like the entire park was one land at that point. Every different area made sense to each other like you had the the boardwalk paradise paradise pier was made to be more of like 1930s and it was like a mickey mouse type park um and you had you had like 1930s hollywood you had That's you had a freaking walt disneyland with buena vista street oh yeah absolutely so yeah i know i just i think that i would call that peak dca before the avengers stuff but you know when we got to wait and see how the avengers land is and i, I think it's gonna be amazing Oh, yeah. If it's anything like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Like, sure. And luckily, having an Avengers land helps explain why Guardians is there. Because before <laughs> Avengers Campus, you're like just scratching your head, like, why is this in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I Yes, I had those same thoughts. Same thoughts. It does still hurt, though, to see Guardians behind Carthay, because I thought it was so, so perfect to see Hollywood Tower of Terror right behind Carthay. Yeah. You know, it just kind of tied the whole park together. But we'll, I think we'll wait and see. And luckily, Guardians is an amazing ride, and they did it right. And I was like the biggest naysayer. Like I was so pissed off when they announced it. <laughs> I think a lot of us were. Yeah. 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 So luckily, it was. It's. It's what the best thing at DCA. Like who would have thought it'd be that good? But um, <laughs> totally right. Just wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's do our uh, top five then. Let's go. I guess, and we'll let we'll let you start first. Um. Just real quick, though, Sam, um, about DCA, and I've often thought about this. Um, if this park were located, let's say, um, I don't know, like in Valencia or something like that, I, I like some distance away from Disneyland, do you think it would be anywhere as successful? Hmm. Ooh, that is a good question. Um, I'm going to say no. Uh. You know, I think a lot of people happen to go to it because... You know, I don't think the the draw of knowing that there's a park called Disney's California Adventure would be able to like pull people in on its own. I think right. people go because it's next to Disneyland. Yep. Yeah. I think I would if agree. The, it was a different theme, like say it was a Star Wars and Marvel theme park, uh, hell yeah, I think people would go on those merits alone. Like they want to go check that out. That's a destination. Oh sure. But yeah. I think the tone on its own. Mm -hmm. isn't enough to stand on its own. But I think it's just right to accompany Disneyland, especially yeah. now that it has Buena Vista Street. Definitely not so much when it was the, the hip and edgy Golden Gate Bridge and all yeah. nonsense yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Once they fixed it, it was right on. I have so much fun there. And it's like, yeah, there's better parks out there. But I just really love the hell out of it. Yeah. But I got to I gotta confess, you know, you know, um, my back, my, so here are my credentials of being like a humongous DCA fan. When I was working at Disneyland, you know, I started in 1995. So I was working there when they announced it. 
um, when it was going to be a second gate. And I was even following before that, before I was a cast member, when they announced Westcott in the early 90s. Right, right. But then in the later 90s, I'm working there, and they announced California Adventure. I, I was all about it. I didn't, I didn't care what it was. I was just, sweet, we're finally getting the second park. Because, uh, you know, I was always jealous of Florida having three at the time, and then they had four. Um, so, right. and plus, being a cast member, I was able to go up to Imagineers a couple times because I was in entertainment. We would do some random projects. So I remember touring backstage at WDI in the late 90s, seeing models and walking through stuff and having oh. these experiences that, hurt, that I was learning about what's going to come to the new park. And it's true that all the Imagineers that were at Glendale at the time, they were way more excited about Tokyo Disney Sea than they were California Adventure. But I was still stoked about California Adventure just because, hey, it's a second gate. Finally, it's happening. Yeah. And I have to tell you this quick story. And and this, so I was at Imagineering and I, there was this humongous drawing that was framed on the wall in the lobby. And it was a, a blue sky sketch of Superstar Limo. <laughs> and I'm just staring at it. And it, it looks like they hired a, a Mad Magazine artist to draw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... So I'm looking at it and every little detail, I'm just blown away that they're able to do this. And I'm not even kidding, Marty Sklar walks by mm. and I knew who he was right away. And he, he sees some kid, I was probably like 19 at the time, he sees some kid looking at this thing intensely and, and Marty said to me, he's like, so what do you think? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I love this. He's like, well, what do you like, of, what do you like about it? <laughs> And I'm like, well, look look right here. There's a freeway that has a white Bronco, and it's followed by a bunch of cop cars. Are you serious? And he's, and he's like, what? And then I'm like, and look over here. If you go over here in Hollywood, you're going next to Dream Jerk Studios? That's hysterical. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, wait, what? And he looks closely at it, and he just says to himself, Jesus Christ, and he just walks out. Walks oh, my away. Gosh, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I may single-handedly it may have ruined Superstar Limo. Oh, being as cool as it could have been. But <laughs> that's an awesome story. Really changed it was obviously the the, papar- the paparazzi chase with unfortunately Princess Diana. Yeah, was the real the real thing that changed that because that was supposed to be a real thriller, and they had so much going for it. Mm-hmm. They didn't want that to be an e-ticket. The whole paparazzi chase thing. They just thought it would be in bad taste. Yeah. So they just made it a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride of, of DCA. For sure. But, yeah. So even like. Having those experiences, and even like, so I was in the parade department driving floats. I was actually driving uh, like a big shuttle bus of investors and Disney company people, and and I don't know who else. But I was doing construction tours while they were building the park too. Oh, nice! I'm so yeah, I'm so familiar with the park and and its construction. Like I was driving, I even got the bus stuck in the Paradise Bay before there was water in it. Like (laughs) I have so much. I know my credentials were spot on for anyone that really loves DCA because I really feel like I was there from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I opened up Eureka. I was in charge of the drivers for Block Party Bash. And my last gig before I left the company, uh, before I left Disney, Disney Company, I was one of two art directors that did the, the rededication ceremony for it. So that's why I'm a little biased about 2012. And oh, for sure. And stuff. So, so uh, we did the Cars Land Grand opening and we did the Buena Vista Street opening. And so being a part of that, I am. I'm all about DCA. Cool. You definitely have got a lot of um, time and um, motion invested into this park. So, yeah, you're a great person to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's let's do starting uh, with Sam. What's your uh, – did you write them down, Sam? I, 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 you know, I have some, like, chicken scratch here, but – Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> okay. More than me. 
Okay. And I was thinking about like five reasons. They, in a way, they all kind of blend together. Sure. So it might not be just an exact five, but okay. yeah, okay. it boils down to it boils down to everything that you can't do at Disneyland that you can do in DCA. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that means, yeah, it might be some more thrill rides. It's not just the alcohol, but yeah, that is a nice perk. But it's, you know, can you imagine um, Incredicoaster or Soren or Guardians of the Galaxy at Disneyland? Mm -hmm. you, you can't. The scale is off. Um, you, and you can't have those kind of like epic, massive attractions in Disneyland. It'll just kind of throw everything off. So I like... One reason I like DCA better is that you can do these ridiculously oversized, huge attractions. Like you, you would never be able to do screaming at, at DCA at Disneyland. Like where would you put it? First of all, for sure. But it's that, that type of stuff. Like uh, the size and the scale. Like Disneyland, like we said, it's so intimate. It's so it's it's small. It's there's little pathways where DCA is nice and bigger. It feels more open. It feels more free, and that allows you, I think to do another thing that's one of my favorite things there is just like the events and the festivals. Mm -hmm. Like you, I don't think you, you, you pull off a food and wine festival at Disneyland. It just no, wouldn't work out. No, right? not at all. Not and, at all. Um, and what I mentioned earlier about alcohol at Disneyland, I really miss electronica. I thought that was so mm -hmm. awesome, even though it was a total commercial for Tron. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only reason I wanted a Tron three. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> you know, there's something with Tron 3 coming out. I was finally got the group. I, 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 I heard that rumor. That needs to be a plan. That needs to be in Tomorrowland. Mm, yeah. Yeah. What, so, Tron so, 3 coming yeah, out? Um, yeah, the rumor mill is... Having the events. Tron, that, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. Go ahead. And... No, that's cool. So, just the fact, too, with Street, I really feel like, you know, I call it like a Walt land, land like tongue-in-cheek, but it is an extension of Walt's um, you know, his, his, his thinking about if, if Main Street USA is Walt's childhood and then he takes a train to LA in the 30s, mm -hmm. well, the two truck, the two parks, it has like the train in between the train station, and then you have LA in the third, 30s when he arrived, and he's not the icon, he's just, just the man, he's just this guy coming with his suitcase in a dream and he's starting it up. But the fact that there's like a, like a, a park dedicated, a land dedicated to the wall. There's no other Disney theme park that could own that. It just doesn't exist. Yeah, you're right. That's a, you know, that's a bigger point. They, mm -hmm. they, and, and even though people don't know that, maybe not not everyone knows that walks through the gates. But if Carth Carthay represents Snow White and like his first big gamble and what really made the whole company, that's 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 a really cool new icon for the park too. I'm really glad that they chose Carthay Circle Theater for that. And even though it's just a restaurant. And a bar. Um, I just think it's really meaningful to like diehard Disney fans and people that really love Walt. Um, the fact that that land exists is pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, going on with that, um, I guess one of the things that I like about DCA is that it does have more. I mean, I think all the food at Disneyland is kind of traditional now. I mean, and not a whole lot. I mean, you've got your staples with you know, Plaza Inn and Carnation Cafe and Blue Bayou and stuff like that. But you've got, I think, oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot more daring opportunities, um, if, like a culinary daring <laughs> at, at DCA um, that seem to appeal to a different category. Sure. Uh, yeah, like a different category. And um, so like Carthay Circle, and that I actually, I, I feel embarrassed to admit I haven't eaten there yet. Um, I, I'm like, I think 
I know Jess has, and I don't think mm-hmm. Udi has, but okay. um, it's definitely on my list. Um, you know, I'm usually with my daughters, and they're not into any, anything remotely close to what Carthay Circle offers. <laughs> yeah. But 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 uh, you know, um, it's definitely on my bucket list of things to do. But I admire that. And then I, I have had a meal over at the Wine Country to, um, uh, Trattoria with my sister last time I was there, and that was a whole different experience that I had never had before. And I was blown away by that whole, uh, I just felt like, you know, they've done like a really good job over there. Um, and they bring this whole new experience to park goers that Disneyland just doesn't have. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed that. So like the whole food thing is one advantage that, you know, if you want to try something new um, and a little more daring, DCA is definitely your spot. Um, and now I do understand that that Disneyland is is ramping up their stuff for like holidays. You know, they've got special food offerings for that kind of stuff. But that's those come and go. But the ones at DCA seem to be there more more frequently. Well, you got to mention the Lamplight Lounge and Lobster Nachos. Like, where are you going to get that? <laughs> oh, totally, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> okay. And I know, you know, people hop on Pixar Pier, and I know I do too. It does have some cool things inside of it, but as a whole, it just, I don't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, I don't know, because it, it, it takes you out of the whole vintage vibe. Because, you know, when you had, the, it's... Walt's story where he, he showed up to LA in the 30s. Then you have Disney, you have Hollywood in the 40s. You have a school airfield. You have the Grizzly Peak in the 50s, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of had Paradise Pier was like that 30s vibe. And now Paradise Pier, now that it's Pixar Pier, there's really no era to it. You have this mid-century modern entrance to the coast to, to the roller coaster. But I, I would say that the, the parts of Pixar Pier that work the best are the ones that still feel like that vintage seaside Victorian look. <laughs> yes. But when you try to make it like like Toontown, like the um, the Inside Out emotional whirlwind, I'm like, come on. <laughs> um, but the part the parts that still feel vintagey, then that, that part's still cool. But I, I think the the biggest hit is the Lamplight Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you're right. Absolutely right. I mean, that's such a beautiful location. What they have there, for sure, the Lamplight Lounge. Yeah. Well, that's not, that was Ariel's Grotto before or something, or wasn't mm-hmm. that? Was, Ariel's Grotto. Ariel's Grotto, yep. yeah. Yeah. When it opened, it was a Wolfgang Puck. Yep, I remember that, Matt. It was a what? A Wolfgang Puck. So, a Wolfgang Puck. Oh, I didn't know that. Wolfgang yeah. Puck. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. And Jess, you have any top five things? Or five? Or Alcohol. Alcohol. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, and I had a bunch, oh, and the walkways. But I had a bunch, but everyone's hitting everything, so I've kind sure. of just, like, no, yeah, kind of I'm, out the window. I, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm in the uh, same boat as you, Jess. I mean, the, the opening, the walkways are one. You know, I, I kind of remember um, I had already moved up here when they um, announced that, that uh, they were going to open that up. And I, um, what I can remember is coming down um i'm trying to remember what year it was when we came down when it had opened so it kind of gave me um what what it meant to me and i don't want to maybe not better but it added to it um is having that thrill of a new park and i hadn't felt that way um you know going to disneyland as a kid when you're a kid you have that thrill of going 
and then it kind of like added to it. So I, I can't really say it's better, but it like made it, it gave it its own unique um, like place in my heart, if that makes sense, because I kind of Definitely. had a chance to relive that uh, excitement about mm-hmm. going to a brand new park yeah. in a place that I was very familiar with. So walking in that, it gave me a whole new area to explore. So again, I'm not necessarily better, but it it, it kind of it kind of bridged that gap of not having anything new for a while, and then having a whole new, uh, you know, um, park to go look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, they didn't do a very good job opening. But you know, we've, we've improved. Sure. <laughs> so for me, that that is one alcohol I having. Agree with that, yeah, for sure. yeah, alcohol is there, and then. The other thing that I, I, I do enjoy about that park, and I don't know if it, it was going to be, I, you know, I really don't have a good way to, like, enumerate them, but uh, the other thing that you do, it is a different vibe, and it isn't, like, negative. Before, no. you, yeah, you kind of had before, um, was, yeah, you kind of, like, you felt like you were taking a half or a three-quarter step down. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that may be rough for some people but it's how you felt um once you got to know it like once i kind of figured it out and kind of figured out what what was going on there and i'm like okay i'm gonna go back across the esplanade <laughs> because i had that yeah um yeah but when they redid it um and they they did a lot of things that made it um it gave it a little bit more of its own soul um Cars line opening again, Mark. You were with me the first time I rode there because I hadn't been there in forever. I was just thinking about that the other, no. uh, other day. I was fortunate enough to go on Cars Land with you on your first time. Yep. I uh, sorry, Radiator Springs Racers, yep. and to go on uh, Rise of the, yeah. of the Resistance with yep. you on your first time. Yep. Oh, and probably uh, Smuggler's Run, of course. Yep. Yeah. And we were, yeah. And yeah. That's um, awesome. Man. Yep. And and so to me, the 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 um, one thing that is better is that it gives it. Um, the, the open air quality to it is better. Um, and and the other thing is that is is having a more... I don't, modern isn't the right word, but it has, a di- again, a different vibe that um, I guess modern would be the right word. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people brought up tradition and sure. classic. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah, there is a lot of validity to that argument, I think, Having a a classic iconic uh, theme park like we do in Disneyland, and then having that right across the way, which we can go in and explore uh, different things with a different feel, uh, with a lot more willingness to open up. So that is a, a definitely a vibe, uh, a positive uh, with that. Without again, without people like us, him and hawing over the park bench being moved. <laughs> totally right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's funny too. On, building on that, I think that it's interesting because I always thought about DCA as kind of like the new stuff, <laughs> and Disneyland would be like the old stuff or yes. classic stuff, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, ironically enough, if, if when you think of DCA as like the home of the new stuff, but you have this 1930s LA themed wall, Snow White. So it's a little hypocritical for me to say that, but like you have like some of the new classics would be more appropriate for DCA but like but rather than like splitting it up between uh old stuff and new stuff I look at it as what's what could be considered more real life and what is more fantasy 
And the perfect example of that is why, you know, why Star Wars ended up at Disneyland and why Avengers ended up in DCA. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Tony Stark has a Malibu mansion, right? So that yeah. kind of, that's enough for me to think, all right, I'm cool with Avengers being in DCA because <laughs> um, the main character lives in California. Like, fine, fine, fine. It, it's, it's a little silly, but like, it's a, it's a little justification because people love to crap on DCA. <laughs> but they when do, it comes yeah. down to it, that's perfectly appropriate. Where Disney, where Star Wars, you know, it's very fantasy. It's it's sci-fi, but it's you know, it's it's the Force. It's like this weird thing, and it's like that's not real world. So I think it's perfectly appropriate for Disneyland. So it kind of goes to that too, like hmm. why they're different and how they're different. You could really kind of like dissect each park a lot like that. And it's you know, it's it doesn't go all the way around because it's not all fantasy at. Um, Disneyland because you have Main Street USA, you have New Orleans, so those are based off real areas. Yeah. More so New Orleans, that's a, a city in America. But, you know, Main Street's kind of like the idea of a perfect small American town. Sure. Where DCA, you know, it's it's way more rooted in just realism, not so much the fantasy. Right. Like even with Incredibles and with Avengers and just Hollywood stuff. It just, that's a cool way to, to think about each park differently. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, like in terms of theming, um, and I, I, I had always maintained that New, like uh, New Orleans Square, Adventureland, and Frontierland, it, it, it to me was the best thing, um, as far as theming goes. But I mean, like, I mean, telling you, like a Grizzly Peak, I think is also just spectacular. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. um, that area yes. just, I mean, even in the, you know, even like in the nice early evening when the sun starts setting down, it is beautiful back there. It's a nice like reprieve from just oh, the yeah. heat and like the lights flicker on and it just I love it. I mean, I love that and and like Buena Vista Street is I mean, absolutely gorgeous. And, and they've done such a wonderful job Especially of that. Especially for Halloween, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to get to that. I, I you know, that's another thing is that you know, when they announced that they were going to bring it back um to DCA cuz I think the Halloween party started at DCA, didn't it? Back, I mean, they, I, 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 when I was still working there as an art director, I, I did a couple of them at, at DCA, and then it went back to Disneyland. Okay, so, Disneyland. okay, so when they, it was, Mickey's, it was Mickey's Halloween Street, yeah, yeah. So when they took it out of Disneyland a couple years ago, I was like, oh crap! And now what are they gonna do? Um, but then I got to experience that, and I, you know, while Disneyland was, you know, still, still really nice doing its pumpkins and. Haunted Mansion, you know, overlay and all this other stuff. When we went over to, you know, DCA, just walking through Buena Vista and seeing those purple lights, I was like, holy crap, these guys have brought yeah. it. And it, it was just... It was next level. Yeah, it was some next level stuff, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, okay, I want, I want to see more of this now. Um, you know, I, I just... Because, you know, Haunted Mansion lends itself to Halloween stuff, but... Uh, you know, and so did Tower of Terror, and, and that's another thing that kind of pissed me off. I was thinking, well, see, Tower of Terror would have been perfect for this, but Galaxy—I mean, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I still had a good time at Halloween. It's the best time, right? It oh, is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we got to do that with the whole Monsters After Dark. My yeah. God, mm -hmm. we didn't. Didn't we do that, Woody? Uh, yeah. Or something? I don't remember. Okay. I, 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 I have been on it <laughs> yeah. uh, at that. I forget who I was with. Um, I think my daughters, but I don't know what we did. Um, but no, I, just the Halloween stuff is, they actually, I'm not sure if it's an advantage, but it's, um, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> 
What else is there? Um, I, I know some other people talked about traditions where, like, you know, if we're at Disneyland and Jungle Cruise is shut down or Patrick is shut down, it's like, oh, crud. I'm a little upset. But at DCA, I don't really have... I mean, as, like, Fernando mentioned, it, it, it's it's pretty fast and loose over there. Mm-hmm. If I don't ever go the same direction twice there. Do you, do you Sam? Do you have a certain pattern you, or any traditions you have no, there? No, I mean, when you, not like Disneyland, you know? I mean, yeah, I go to the Starbucks first, probably. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. Uh, with Disneyland, it's kind of like if you have an all day at Disneyland, I, I'm the one, I'm the kind of guy that goes straight up Main Street and then I'll start at Adventureland and kind of go around the park that way. Mm-hmm. But um, for for DCA, no, I think it just depends if I'm hungry or not. Like, but I can't help just walking straight back to the park first. Like I might, I just love walking that performance corridor, mm-hmm. and then uh, you make that turn and you see the pier in the distance, and if you I, you know, I would love someone to have their first visit, be it like when you have this one of those bitchin' California sunsets. Yeah. But when you turn and see the pier for the first time and the sun's kind of setting behind it, you're like, this is a postcard. This is really mm-hmm. spectacular. Um, the, the sunsets in DCA just look really cool to me. Yeah, no, you're right. No, they're yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Uh, is there any food? But yeah, that- it's, it's kind of free flowing. It's a weird figure eight kind of looking park, right? And <laughs> yeah. Now that you can't connect with the uh, Avengers campus. Like it's going to be a lot better and more of a figure eight mm-hmm. yeah, when, when you have yeah. that area. Put up. Um, there's just, there's a good flow to it and it's, it's different than that whole, whole uh, spoken wheel that Disneyland has, it, which is good. You don't want it to be like a, a, cop, a copy of, you know, Disneyland. So it's good that it's a little different shape, but there's still flow to it for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, there is. You know, yeah, absolutely, there is, and I think it'll be better once Adventures Campus opens up. Um, and I, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, like a Marvel guy at all, but um, I'm definitely excited to see that. And I was, in fact, we should have been seeing it right about now, right? Uh, right. And, that right? Yeah. yeah. We just missed the opening. Opening. Yeah, that would have been you, last you know what, week. Um, yeah. My things about Spider-Man, the whole web singers ride. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm hearing it's a lot of fun, and it's tough too because if you've ever been to Florida's park. Um, well, out to Orlando, and you've been on Islands of Adventure. You've been on a really good Spider-Man ride. So how do you, how do you do another one that's not that, mm-hmm. right? So it's got a lot to live up to. And what I think they went the right way about it, because if you think about the kiddos, like I have, uh, a, I have three kids, but uh, I have four-year-old twins, and oh. my son loves Spider-Man. He is so stoked about it, and. When I told him that they're building a Spider-Man ride, he's just all about it. Anytime he sees construction, he's like, are they building Spider-Man ride too? I'm like, no, that's just that California adventure. But um, I like I like that they made this geared for the whole family, that it's not a thrill ride. And that the fact that, because have you done the meet and greets with Spidey at Hollywood, at DCA? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I, wa- I've walked by him. Yeah, I've walked by <laughs> him. I don't remember seeing Spider-Man there, though. I, yeah, I, I saw... Um, they're, they're really cool. And... The, the guys that they have doing Spidey, if you think about it, like when, when I was a kid, it was all about seeing, uh, you know, I would make this comparison a lot, but like you're so stoked to see Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. and to me, that was my go-to. I'm like, oh, it's awesome that you could go to Disneyland mm-hmm. and see this. Well, here's my kid with that same level of hype, but he's there to see Peter Parker. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and yeah. And at first when I was kind of like wondering, like, why did Disney buy Marvel? I didn't get it. Well, now that I have kids... And I see these kids going to meet their characters. I'm like, ah, that's why Disney bought it because like they're able to kind of bring them to life. Uh, yeah, and it's, I don't. I just I love it. 
Yeah, that's a that's a really good point about that. Mm. Um, now, is there any food advantages that you think uh, people are missing at DCA that they should try? Try. If um, you know, what? Lamplight Lounge is obviously amazing. Um, it's kind of funny, like you look at that line for uh, the corn dogs over at Disneyland. Yeah, you know, the corn dog castle is just as good. Uh, it's to me, it's the same. So, oh boy. Um, you can't forget the corn dog castle. Okay. And that's, you think about it, that's like, that's DCA 1.0 stuff. That sure. kind of uh, survived everything. You know, so there's corn dog castle. I think that's always good to check out. Um, yeah, especially that. if you're on the move and you don't want to um, have to sit down for a full meal. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's funny when you said you've never eaten at Carthay. I mean, I've only eaten there once. Okay. I've never eaten at that winery ever. Oh. And so, like, I'm kind of jealous that you had that awesome meal because it looks amazing. So, that's always good. Yeah. Um, but as far as like go-to restaurants, um, the fact that they have Carthay, I have to lean towards that. Like okay. That, mm-hmm. I mean, the park's icon is a restaurant, right? <laughs> sure, sure. And if you and if you're a fan of Walt, like I am, the whole lobby downstairs is just like a museum. Like there's mm-hmm. pictures of Walt going to movie premieres, and there's there's in fact there's a really cool picture of. Uh, um, Walt and Julie Andrews oh. and uh, I'm forgetting her name but uh, it was the girl that Shirley Temple um, <laughs> no but it's a girl because I think the girl that played in My Fair Lady which is a a movie that oh. Julie Andrews played on Broadway oh yeah who was that and, but this but the girl from My Fair Lady got the Oscar for it, I think, but like people were kind of like uh, bothered that Julie Andrews didn't get cast in that. Hmm. Well, that's when Walt was like, well, don't worry, I, I got a, another role for you. And that's how, when he got, that's when he gave her Mary Poppins. Yeah. So okay. just a really cool picture. Like if you know history of, and like all that kind of stuff, you see photos of like from it. Okay. So, so I could spend all day with an old, with an old fashioned in my hand and I'm just looking at all these pictures on the wall, like mm-hmm. a total dork, mm-hmm. but oh. uh, it's just, it's a palace inside. You mm-hmm. got to try to get in there. It sounds very akin to what Steakhouse 55 is in like as far as the pictures can go. To oh, me. yeah. That's true. That's okay. Yeah, th- there's some great photos in there. Okay, so, so All yeah. All those photos of Walt with his uh, cigarettes photoshopped out. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, is that is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't, didn't know oh, that. Oh, definitely. Uh, in fact, I have a theory. Oh. A theory time. This might be like conspiracy theory. But oh, oh, we don't do that here, do we? The whole no. Disney cast member pointing. Yeah. The whole the whole thing where like cast members at the point with two fingers yes because that's how Walt did it yeah mm-hmm. I I have a feeling that oh. the picture of Walt holding the cigarette that was photo photoshopped out that oh. he wasn't really pointing with two fingers oh I gotcha <laughs> you could be onto something there interesting interesting I don't okay. know I'm, I'm a little nuts but I I feel I think there's something to that oh well, three little nuts are gonna fit in right perfectly yeah. nice <laughs> um have you tried it's lemon yet? <laughs> Have I tried what? The um, It's Lemon soft serve over by no, the adorable oh, snowman. Oh, you know what? I did. Yeah, from, from Pixar Pure. Yes. I did. Um, it was okay. Okay. Um, it was a game changer, Sam. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I was so hung up on the fact that it's like, but there's snow cones in the movie. Why is he doing soft serve now? <laughs> I'm, I'm a I was kind of like, I was getting hung up on that. Oh. Anything else. But it was, it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was hoping for? Because I think 
because I think when I first had it, I just got back from Disney World and I was still kind of high off of the, uh, like one of those, like a Dole Whip citrus swirl kind of thing. Yes. And I'm like, to me, that, to me, that, that was where I was at. Like that, to me, that's the epitome. And it just, it didn't come close to that. But <laughs> that's what hurt it. Uh, but, but didn't they bring that in the Tahitian Terrace? Or, or I'm sorry, the, the uh, Tropical Hideaway? Yeah, the tropical Hideaway? Yeah, yeah. I I think so, but I haven't tried that one yet, of all things, of course, right? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I have had that there. Um, it was good. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think, um, see, one of my traditions for desserts, uh, if, if I have dessert, it's going to be a Gibson girl, and I have to have that. But oh, that, that so it's good. lemon thing, and I'm telling you, is a game changer. I, 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 that's essential for me now that when I go there. <laughs> for you, well, too? I, okay. I hope the parks open up soon and I could give it another chance. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you guys having withdrawals? Like I am? Uh, so yeah. It's yeah. Rough. Yeah. I, in fact, just with we, the opening, one of the opening thoughts of tonight was that, you know, my last couple, probably the last four or five summers have been, you know, I can count on like a, I got like a five day or four or five day trip to the park dur- during the middle of the summer and then right in the fall for Halloween. And oh, yeah. that's not happening clearly right now. And I'm just, oh, it's miss it's, it's missing right now for me. And it's like, I want to go there and I want to complain about being wet on Splash Mountain and, <laughs> you know, and I want to run around having like a 930 fast pass for Space Mountain and trying to get, yep. you know, and I miss all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. Hopefully one of these days uh, we'll be able to get back there soon. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Absolutely. Yeah. Any bets on when you think it's gonna open? Uh, what, what, we we did that a couple of uh, a while ago. Yeah, a couple of shows ago, and I don't remember where we ended up. I I can't recall now. Um, Jess, though, I will give her credit. The original date that they posted, which was July what seventeenth. Seventeenth. Yeah, the call- birthday. Yeah. She called it dead on, and then a week later, or whatever they said, "Oh, oh never, so we can't do it." Yeah, we we were we were ready. I mean, we had what a hotel room ready, Jess. And oh, we're we gonna go down. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. we we're, were getting ready to go, and then you know the bad news comes down. And uh, but anyway, yeah. um, I don't know. I I think I I said August, uh, late August, when they were going to originally have uh, mm-hmm. celebration. I kind of put my bet maybe around there you going to ce- you were going to go to celebration i was going to go to celebration all five four days and i had yeah i had tons of trip i had that i had may the fourth uh trip planned i had uh, going for a friend of ours his birthday going celebration going so yeah i had i had a few things uh planned and uh all gone and then we thought about maybe labor day weekend that yeah. was a few weeks ago but now my, my guess, I mean, Sam, if I'm going to be honest, if if I if I had to put like a, like my mortgage payment on it, <laughs> I would say it's not happening this year. I don't think it is either. It, sadly, I think you're absolutely right. Yep. I can't I can't believe I live in a world without Disneyland right now. It, it sounds very dramatic. No, it doesn't. It's just one of those. It's one of those things like you you would never even imagine mm-hmm. that like it wouldn't be there. And it's kind of one of those things too, especially when I pick this career, I'm like, well, if it feels good to work at a place like Disneyland, it'll always be there. Well, until this global pandemic comes, you know, it's, it's, it's just a sad, it's sad. It's sad. But for those things that when, when that stuff really bums me out, I just think about, you know, if Disneyland being closed is the worst thing in my life right now, I mean, sure. at least, you know, our loved ones are healthy and all that yeah. stuff too. So there's that. And I'm, I'm always trying to not dwell on the sad stuff for too long, but right, right. Dude, it's a real bummer. I, I mean, I have three little ones and I'm used to taking them to the park at, 
every week, really. And oh. the saddest thing was when they're like, hey, can you take me? And I'm like, no. No. And then they're, they're asking, like, why? Why can't we go? It's like, what do you tell these kids? You know, I tell them that, well, people are sick right now. We, we can't go. They actually closed it down. And yeah. it's not as unheard of for them. Like, it's unheard of for us. Sure. But they're, they're just like, oh, okay. Well, people are sick. Okay. But it's uh, just crazy. Uh, how far of a drive from your house to to Disneyland for you? Oh, uh, I'm six miles away. Oh, so, uh, with no with no traffic, I'm there in like ten minutes. That's awesome, dude. Wow. It, I, I I never took that for granted. I've it's almost like when we think about where would you want to move. I'm like, why would I move? Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I and you know, for me, I I do a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking. Um, and I was just that the, I was thinking about, you know, I use Disneyland as an escape from my life and in the world and stuff like that. But but maybe I don't know, just maybe we're meant to be focusing on the world right now, you know, and focusing on oh, everything totally. that's going on. Totally. And 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 maybe uh, that sort of thing is uh, that's the kind of thing that maybe I try to get myself in that. It's a reset. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Well, m- my comment is that we have all uh, gone through many, many, uh, you know, things in our lives and we find coping mechanisms and we find uh, things to recenter. And for us here and for a lot of people, it is going to the park. And that is one thing that I think um, is also magnifying what we're going through is the sheer fact that one of our coping mechanisms has been completely taken away from us and <laughs> you know true. i mean when, when you think about it we we go and uh you know i've i've mentioned before on the show my life over the last two or three years have been an absolute roller coaster but the one thing that for sure i had was my ap i fly down i'm there yeah. for three days and it's medicine and, yeah and anything anything i was going through for the three days gone gone not worried about it all i'm thinking about is where we're gonna go eat what are we gonna go ride Mm -hmm. what are we gonna go drink after are we gonna go here what are we gonna do there and everything else on the planet it could have been a war it could be whatever and no not thinking about it so i think that is a big big thing that i i you know we, we we feel the hit of disney but man it is hyper hyper amplified right now yeah well, it's, it's it's an addiction too, right? I think yeah. we could be honest. That I'm, oh, I yeah. I know I'm addicted to it. Um, luckily, it's 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 a vice. It's like some people are addicted to cigarettes. Some people are addicted to going to Disneyland. Yep. And I, I know I am. Yep. Um, and it's I don't know. I I grew up there, and I, I know I'm really lucky to be able to take my kids there all the time. I just feel bad because I have a third. My third kid, Leia, is just turned two, and. Now that she knows who the hell Mickey Mouse is, yeah, like I can't take her to give him a hug. It's yeah. just so weird to think about. Sure. And I just feel bad because the twins that are four, they went all the time, and they I feel like they knew cast members' names. Like mm-hmm. they're really being raised there, and I'm documenting like crazy because I, I wish I had pictures of me running around Disneyland when I was two. All right. But uh, and I'm just I just think it's so cool. And here's like the best example. I'll I will read them a bed uh, a bedtime story of like Star Wars, A New Hope. And here's Chewbacca in it. And like he knew about Star Wars, not from the movie, but just through this random book that I read to them before they go to bed. And how freaking cool that I get to take them to Disneyland the next day and go meet Chewbacca. Yeah. And it's just insane. And I'm like trying not to cry as one of those 
dad that's with his kids at meeting Chewbacca. But my, my son, I think he was three at the time, he starts asking Chewbacca questions from the storybook. Like, oh, and like, and he's trying to like spit it out. And he's like, so when you were in the garbage chute <laughs> hiding from the stormtroopers, and then there's that snake in the thing. Mm. How did you get out of there? Like, Sam, this kid's trying to, like, spit out this question. Chewbacca knew exactly what he was talking about, and he started pretending like he was holding the walls from closing in. Oh, yeah. oh that's he, awesome. Like, he answered it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what world do we live in where you can do that? Like, you know, it just happens to be a random book. He's going to blow his mind when he knows it's a whole, you know, nine-movie series. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. But uh, he already has a crush on Ray. Oh, there <laughs> you, know, you go. He, he, like, and so he loves seeing her. He really loves Z. Uh, not, I'm not not Z. V. What's the character's name? V. Is it V? Who's V? From Galaxy's Edge. There's a character. V. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. Um, I don't know who that is. Uh, like, the with the uh, blue hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's oh yeah. So yeah. Cool. Okay. I, I didn't know she had a name. Yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. Yeah. She was supposed to be in Rise of Resistance. She was yep. supposed to be a big part of that. Yeah. They, they were they were gonna have more ties, but. We, we won't go there. <laughs> the, they used her in the promo for... Um, yeah, I know, but they, they didn't do it, and time. I don't know why. I don't know why, um, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I you know, think they changed that because some of the criticisms of uh, just Galaxy's Edge in general was it didn't really tie to stuff that people knew. Yeah. But I think they loosened up on, on stories about, yeah. about V. But she's an awesome character, yeah. and like we go there all... Um, fun fact, this, this, happened, this is definitely part of why I like her so much. When when I took the kids one time, we were kind of hanging out by Rise of Resistance, and it was right. It, it wasn't open yet, but we were kind of hanging out by there, and we saw her, and she starts talking to us about you know some adventure, and my son says, "Oh well, we're gonna go fly the Millennium Falcon right now," and he's she's like, "Oh, it's very dangerous. Let me escort you there," <laughs> and she like full on like took them by the hand and walked them all the way from Rise of Resistance to Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And I'm thinking, just that alone was cool, right? Because oh, yeah. you're hiding from stormtroopers, and they were hiding from Kylo Ren. Like, it was great. All the characters were out. And I'm thinking that was it. And then she's like, hold on, stay right here. And she goes, talks to the Smuggler's Run people. They they front-doored us. Like, what? they oh, took wow. us. We did, there was like an hour line, and we didn't have to wait. I'm just like, holy crap, Disney magic. This is yeah. so cool. <laughs> that is awesome. Like, you just kind of got to, like, let loose and, like, just go with the flow. And, and that happened. It was so neat. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. Well, you know, I, I can kind of relate to that because uh, my brother and, uh, you know, we grew up going to the park and my brother uh, and I are huge Star Wars guys. And he has yet to be able to go down there. And, you know, I've been there multiple times. Oh. And, I, and I, for my nephew's sixth birthday, built a droid for him. We FaceTimed and I built it with him. He didn't know that I was building it for him. Oh, cool. He thought he thought I was uh, that I wanted him to give me ideas for my droid. That's so sweet. Yeah, and, and thanks. And and so I wound up giving it to him, and I go, "Hey, look, you know." And and I brought it home, and I go, "What do you think, buddy?" And I let you know I showed him how to use it, and I go, "You know what his name is?" And he's like, "What is R two C 2 I'm like, "Oh, really?" I go, "Yeah." And and he goes, "What what is the C for?" And I go, "It's for Cooper. That Aww. that is my nephew's name." He goes, "He's your droid." Uh, and he freaked out over it, and and you know and my and I've gotten my custom sabers done and I've kind of explained it. But the big thing that ties my family and my brother and my nephew is Star Wars. And we were planning. My brother had already been working on planning 
for us to come for everybody to go down probably end of year and now with everything going on we don't know what's going to happen and to me listening to you you know tell that story i'm like oh man i want to and i've told my brother that mm-hmm. i want to be there and walk it with him because my brother loves the millennium falcon i mean no words and he's gonna cry like a baby when he sees it kind of like it's what true. i did mm-hmm. and and i want to experience it and that is another thing that i feel like oh man we don't have it and it hurts no. you know it's, it hurts. it's right there yeah <laughs> it's right there yeah. we can't see it yep but yeah, I totally, totally relate to that and being able to connect at that level and not having it is not, it, it, it leaves a hole. No matter, any way you cut it, there it, it's a hole, a big old hole. Yeah, it, it's just, it's a really sad timeline that we're on. And there's a song in Avenue Q, the last one, and it's called For Now. And it's like, hey, it, it's only for now. Like, it's, this isn't forever. So hopefully people that are really bummed out about it uh, could focus on that at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we're going to choose to do <laughs> is just keep talking about fun things like uh, theming at DCA versus theming at Disneyland and, exactly. food, and, and, and food and and just keeping the spirit alive and getting people talking about th- this again. Why they love it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, when you talk about, you know, this is this whole thing is a reset, really, if you think about it. Right. So mm-hmm. if you think about, you know why you know it makes you appreciate it i guess is what i'm saying sure like when you it's one thing when you buy your pass and you could go whenever you want but like do you take it for granted it's like i don't think i did but man i for a person that's used to going every week like yeah you're addicted i know i'm addicted (laughs) but um when you can't go that you kind of take a look at like well wow why did i go what, what was i getting out of it right and sure um like of course i can't wait to go back but it's you realize that it is like a coping kind of thing to make you just get through life because obviously life's difficult and things happen that, that suck but if you have a happy place and if you're lucky enough to have your happy place be disneyland you know what's wrong with that i think that's awesome yeah absolutely right mm-hmm. okay I like it. yeah yeah for sure oh what i think we covered all the dca stuff for tonight yeah i think so i mean okay uh, okay we're we're all big DCA fans and yep, uh, we are. it's yeah. funny because on Twitter someone actually someone said something I forget who it was but they said on Twitter are there any DCA stands out there like you know like super fan mm. and of course like I got tagged in it and I'm like uh, I am definitely and I'm like in fact we're talking about <laughs> it on a podcast tonight oh, yeah. but uh, awesome. yeah. I think we all know you know it's a little bit tongue in cheek when we say it of course Disneyland is the granddaddy of them all right, right. but mm. Um, and, and if you've seen DCA, where it's come from, yeah. and um, where it is now, and where it's going, right? It's still going places. Yep. And uh, funny story, I was going to tell you. So um, I, I'm lucky enough to have artwork at Wonderground, right? <laughs> well, I, I proposed a painting that's going to be um, out next year, hopefully by February 8th, because DCA turns 20 next year, oh which is gosh. hard to believe. That's so, so odd. I, yes. I, I know. I'm working on a painting that is uh, DCA. It's a 20th anniversary of DCA painting at Wonderground. What? So, oh, wow, cool. Like I'm. Um, so it, it has the Marvel elements. It has the Pixar elements. It has all the. It has Carthay, um, and I made sure to have like the Walt statue in it. So there's like elements like, because it's such a weird park now. Because it mm-hmm. in 2012 it made a lot of sense. I thought it was cohesive. Mm-hmm. It was, 
they got away from the hip and edgy mistake of what it opened up as. Like they had to fix it. So if you think about it like this, um, the ex the resort expansion in 2001, I think it cost 1.4 billion. Well, they spent more than that just to fix the park. And the 1.4 billion, what it included the Grand Californian, and it included the parking structure, it included downtown Disney, and whatever was left over went to the park. Well, they spent more than that, more than 1.4 on just fixing DCA. Jeez. And then I think it shows, like, when you, before Galaxy's Edge opened, and it was just Cars Land, Cars Land was the best thing at all of Disneyland. Yeah, like, oh, there's yeah. nothing at Disneyland like the, Cars Land. Yeah, thematically, thematically, yeah. You, it was it, hard to beat, yeah. Yeah, and like I mentioned, when you, when you, if you, if you got to visit DCA for the first time and it was on one of those killer sunsets, you know, mm -hmm. you got to make a left into Cars Land, not on the main strip, but oh. on that side edge oh, yeah. of the Pacific Wharf. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. you're not in Anaheim. You are oh, transported. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> that, 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 that's luckily, a point. right? And so luckily, um, you know, we got Cars Land out of it. So I'm glad DCA had the the obstacles and the hurdles that it did because that got us Cars Land. It got us all this extra stuff. And hopefully with Avengers is as cool as... Cause in theory, before everything, you know, before everything hit the fan, Avengers is supposed to be like a balance to Galaxy's Edge. So mm -hmm. if it really had that weight, like how cool for a little park like DCA that found itself at the doorstep of the granddaddy of them all to have something like Avengers Campus and Guardians and even like, they're, it's just it's just a good time and I love it. That's all there is to say about it. It's yeah. just, it the place kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Awesome. And I'm very curious about this um, this map or art print you're going to make. Yeah. How big is this going to be? Um, well, it's it's digital, but I oh, think oh, I'm going to okay. print it out to be like a 12 by 36, the vertical <sighs> piece that has like a lot of cool. Because here's the thing. When, this is what I was getting at when I brought it up. Um, so you, you kind of wonder like, well, what's the theme to DCA? Like how does all this stuff fit together? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it worked out. It was smoother transitions to each land in 2012, but now with Avengers, it does kind of throw it off, right? Because you have Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, well, what is that? Like, sure, my loophole, my loophole excuse is, well, since Tony Stark was from Malibu, that's my tie-in. <laughs> but no, but really, like, what? How? How is this part cohesive now? Mm -hmm. um, and it's just it's. It is what it is. It's almost just like, well, there's a Marvel area, there's a Pixar area, and then there's a there's a, uh, a, a tribute to Walt, like it's a love letter to Walt, mm -hmm. Buena Vista Street. And then you happen to have a California National Parks area. <laughs> so it's very eclectic. It's loose sure. to California. Um, but the, the big difference between California Adventure back in the day versus California now is that it's not modern day trying to be hip and edgy. The parts that work the best of California Adventure are the ones that go that transport you to a different era of California. Like you still have the wharf, it's very Monterey. You you, you even have like those buildings from the San Francisco era, even though it's just bathrooms, right? Yeah, yeah. You still have you still have that. You have uh, Grizzly Peak, which is amazing. You have the hotel, which is amazing. Because think about that too. You have Grizzly Peak and the hotel. I really that hotel is part of that land. Right, so oh, you have oh, yeah. this area, mm -hmm. which is humongous. And I will say this: I, I hope someday we can see anything Country Bears put into the Grizzly Peak. I oh, mean, come my on, God. hello, yeah, anything. Even when they have the walk around Big Owl, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, 
just it just makes me so happy to see country bears at grizzly peak it makes too much sense and way too much sense but then it does but it doesn't mean that it has to tie back to california specifically like avengers it just it is what it is or like even pixar pier you know it represents those seaside piers of the past that's fine right but yeah it's just it's, it's very eclectic now with avengers but my goal with the painting is just to tie it all together and something really pretty and something really iconic and Something that helps explain, like, well, why is there a park called California Adventure in California? So, because that's like everyone's biggest slam. They're like, and I've been hearing it for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's a welcome center. Do you know of any other state in the country that could do all this different stuff? No. That, uh, like, you don't. You, like, you know, you go surfing one day, you go skiing the next day. It's the entire entertainment industry. You could go to these beautiful national parks. So you have all those components, and then you're going to sprinkle in the Disney stuff. You're going to sprinkle in Avengers stuff. It's killer. It's awesome. Like, what's what's not to love about it? <laughs> right on, man. So this is going to happen next year. You said um, for your for your painting yeah. at Wonderground. Yes. Hopefully, oh. if I, if everything goes to plan, um, that's what I'm hoping for. Cool. And we we want to we want to. I assume you're going to be there to sign stuff. Well, let's hope so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows how. Everything's going. I'll, I'll be wearing a mask probably, but yeah. No, you won't. Um, <laughs> I'm going with no. Uh, I'm going with no. I think we'll be down with that, hopefully. Uh, so I, I hope so. Yeah. Um, we'd, we'd love to make it down there for that sort of thing. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that that would happen on February 8th. Luckily, um, even though the downtime's been going on, I've been still working on some Wonderground stuff. So there's even though the parks are closed, there's a lot of movement of things that have to happen. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that kind of merchandise design is part of it. Luckily that some folks are still there and I'm lucky to still be a part of that. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And again, where, where can people find out, find out more about your, your work? Um, I would, you know, samcarterart.com. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of my art prints on there. Um, you can find my Disney art at Wonderground. Um, there's a, I, last year I premiered a, a really cool country bears piece and a phantasmic piece. Um, so you can go look at those guys and then, um, I have all my non-Disney stuff on my website for samcarterart.com if you go to the store. Okay. Um, and then, you know, always you know, drop me a line, say hi on Twitter. I'm at Cartar Sauce. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, we've enjoyed talking to you, Sam. Uh, a wealth of knowledge and wealth of enthusiasm about the park, and it's infectious. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. To be honest, this, this podcast could have gone until 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. So, oh, right? probably. Yeah. If this was a weekend, for sure, it, yeah. it, it would have we would have cracked open some wine or something and, and, and definitely got it. <laughs> I thought it. about having a Jack and Coke. Especially oh, yeah. Right. Earlier. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, I think it's kind of what a cool discussion, you know, to, to start off talking about DCA and how much we love it and why, you know, it's better. But then things have to be said about the the era that we're in, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's good to reflect on all that right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And we, we do it often and it kind of, uh, because of where we are, it, it kind of, you know, uh, permeates into, uh, most of our discussion at one level or another, but yeah, we do. We, I think that is now our coper for a bit is a lot of talking. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Well, uh, anytime guys, thanks for having me. And I'll, I'll definitely be, uh, I'll come back anytime you want. Hey, thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. And we we might have some Tomorrowland talk for you in the future. About, oh yeah, for sure. Right. Oh cool. I'm always down. <laughs> awesome, dude. Okay, man. Have a good night. All right, you too. Thanks a lot. Thank Bye. you. Bye. All right, all right, good night. Bye. Well, that was an awesome interview with Sam. Uh, I think of this guy as part of the family, the LTP family. Um, again, everyone that we talk to on this show, I just instantly become friends with. 
uh, quality people through and through everyone we meet. And Sam is, again, one of those guys. Um, clearly, he's passionate about the parks, uh, DCA and Disneyland and the art and theming. And he's speaking our language, man. Oh, yeah. Um, so, again, go check his stuff out. Uh, we will be posting the links on our site and on Instagram as well. And um, we'd love to make it happen to go down there in February or whenever he's going to debut this this artwork. And uh, that would be great. Hopefully, maybe we can um, get an extra one signed that we can give away in the show or something at That'd some point. Cool. Yeah, That'd be awesome. uh, I'll have to ask him if we can get an extra one. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, who knows? I uh, know. I, I well, I'm not gonna feel. I, I've already said that, so we're gonna we're gonna try. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that can, the uh, catch out of the back. Yeah, we but, got a, we got a few months. Yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll point up and buy another one and get one out there. Um, so thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Again, if you want to support the show, you can go to our uh, site leavingtodaypodcast.com and click on the Patreon logo. Um, you can do a one dollar, three dollar, five dollars, anything helps. Uh, check out our shirts at tpublic.com and search for Leaving Today Podcast. Uh, you can find a selection of uh, shirts and masks and everything, steak knife sets and, and whatnot, assorted dishes Perfect. and cutlery. <laughs> um, yeah, Jess, where can people find you? Uh, let's see. My Instagram is storybookjess. My Snapchat code is somewhere down in the pictures of that. And uh, my Facebook is Jessica Farfan. And then Leaving Today Podcast Facebook page is Leaving Today Podcast, two words. Leaving Today Udi for more witty banter. Uh, you can find me on all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Snapchat. All H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. Uh, you can also find me on my other podcast, The Mando Show, mm-hmm. which we cover Disney's Mandalorian and other Mandalorian-related topics. Awesome. There, yep. You can find me there. Okay. You can send an email to the show at info at leaveintodaypodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at leaveintodaypodcast. Um, that's usually our most active account and all that good stuff. Uh, this is going to conclude episode number 114, 114. Uh, 115's coming up. Um, I don't know what we're doing. I think we're going to return to food, uh, but who knows what we're going to do. But So check it out online and we'll let you know. Um, hope you guys are doing well because having staying safe. We love you and appreciate each and every one of you. And if you need to reach out to us, feel free to contact us in those mes- in the, on those platforms we just mentioned. All right. Until then, adventure is out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll see you in the parks. Bye bye. See ya. Please do not eat my flowers. Booty's gonna spank your butt. Somebody take these. How many of these? Mark. No. They're going in the trash. Mark. My body's just stiff. We'll give it a bit. Yeah, give it a second. Okay. Woo! Good.
You're welcome. No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. you but you yeah. make me hot. <laughs> it's so close, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face red.